0: So yeah. now, yeah, you got to have a home studio and it's got to sound good. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment and so no, on. No, but if but, you're just getting Source Connect and expecting it to solve all your booth problems, it's not, <laughs> I mean, yeah. your
1: environment still has to be half exactly. decent. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so you have to you have to catch up. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where I'm kind of like I was thinking about it the other day. And it's funny you asked that, too, because I was thinking, wow, I'm wondering if this is going to start to really hit the studios because now these production companies and agencies are going to be thinking, hey, actors can do this from home now. We don't need to pay for the studio.
1: Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Mary Lynn Wisner. What mistakes do you see voice talent doing when you're um, auditioning them?
0: Not reading directions. Um, <laughs> okay, that's, that's a, a good big one. <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, and not taking chances. Um, you know, I think in in this, this game of voiceover, because I think, yeah, once the word got out, what a great, fun career this could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with everything digital now, you don't have to be in L.A. or New York. So people, you know, in the middle of the country and all over the place, you know, you can plug in your microphone, so to speak, and, and get started. But you still need training. You still need good equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, you still need uh, to do marketing. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's, it's not an, inexpensive career to start with we all wear Um, a lot of hats yeah (laughs) right you do and now you have to learn even more so um you have to learn how to you know engineer and so on but but one thing that does frustrate me is when actors don't really read the specs and i'm i'm a big believer you can veer off a little bit from the specs but there's a reason they're there Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes actors don't talent doesn't really uh understand the specs, you know, or or pick up copy points. There's sometimes very subtle copy points within the copy that they're given. Uh, And then other things just like, you know, having really bad sound quality. Yeah. Um, You know, why would you represent yourself that way? I can't give that audition to my client, so then you're out of the mix. Um, Things that make you unprofessional. I think are what big mistakes, you know, are the big mistakes that talent can, that make. Um, And, uh, you know, again, it's too competitive of a, of a business to not, you know, give your best, you know, show your A game and um,
1: yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. How do you think they can differentiate themselves if they're being put forward in a bunch of other,
0: you know, for, with a bunch of other talent? Um, again, I say, you know, color outside the lines a little bit. Um, I, and I, you know, this, you know, I've talked about this before. Sure. Uh, I'm a big fan of actors ad-libbing and kind of improving. Um, it's, it's what you have to understand as an actor, whether you're doing voiceover or even, um, on camera or, um, they don't really, they know what they want, but they don't really know what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they being the, the producers and the, the ultimate, um, You know, decision makers. They they have the idea. They might have the vision in their head, but you kind of have to show them what they want. Um, They might say we need a voice that sounds in this particular age range, but they're going to kind of know it when they hear it, too. Mm -hmm. So. Why not just go for that? You know, it's it's all about showing off your skills and showing off your your acting skills. And it's not about just having this great voice. It really isn't. You know, we talked earlier about what's the difference, you know, from when I started to now. Years ago, it was about having a great voice because everything was much more of a a reedy nature, if you will. It was Mm -hmm. about reading copy and that very pretty, nice voice. (laughs) But now (laughs) it's all about the acting and just kind of making those words come to life. Being authentic. And being authentic. Absolutely. It's about being you and being that voice, being that person, being that gal, being that guy who's talking there. You know, because I can get anybody to read a piece of copy in a nice voice. Yeah, that makes a lot
1: of sense. It's harder for the actor to actually make the words on the page come out at the people that they're talking to so that it actually resonates.
0: Absolutely, right. Yeah. yeah.
1: As a I want to go back a little bit to the whole casting director thing because I, mm-hmm. I, I find this fascinating. But uh, and also it kind of plays into the whole audio branding thing because you are finding the voices that these people are asking for, and the specs are changing as the days go by. Obviously, things are changing all the time here. Um, when you're um, working with a client, is there? Let me put it this way: Are is there a particular time when you felt that as a casting director, you were able to help a client get exactly what they needed in you know in a way that they may not have thought they could they could get? Like Absolutely. when did you when did it work particularly well <laughs> is what I guess I'm asking. Um, I'm asking.
0: Lots of times. And I again that's why. Any good producer hires a casting director because, like I was saying earlier, they know what they they know what they want or they think they know what they want. But sometimes they and especially if they trust you, you have a good relationship with that producer. um, They know. Yeah. Mary Lynn also thinks outside the box a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So. I've always done that with my casting. Um, I just, perfect example, last year, um, towards the end of the year, we did a, a big campaign for Alfa Romeo and have to have a guy, gotta have a guy. And they were very particular about this type of voice they wanted, maybe sort of a, you know, a, a continental accent and the whole thing. And of course, I brought those types of guys in, but I threw in a couple of women. I just threw in about three women. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ah, huh they came back and they said let's hear a couple more women and they booked a woman you know so that's things like that you know or maybe sometimes they're thinking they've you know not just in, you know the different sex but sometimes maybe they're so sure that they need um you know a, a sort of type of voice like a super raspy voice or something mm-hmm. like that yep. and then maybe there's just one girl maybe she doesn't quite have the raspy voice but it's her phrasing or you know sort of the way she, she you know she she's puts her own punctuation in a sentence or something like that. Um, And I showcased that in an audition and they like that, you know, that's, that's a job as a casting director is to kind of open up the minds a little bit of your producers and say, what if, or you know what, she's got such a great range. She's going to give you a lot of fun stuff at the session. Yeah. So, um, any good producer knows that, you know, or trusts that about you as a casting director. That's why, again, I am always sort of, you know, yes, I know these online casting sites exist. But again, it's it's all an algorithm. You're just typing in things you want. So they're going to basically give you, if somebody filled that information out, that's what they're going to give you. Yeah, and they don't There's know nothing... what they don't know. So Exactly, exactly. So I think that um, that's how... You know, I really value my relationships with clients that I have because they trust that about me. And um, they they acknowledge and trust that about a casting director, which is, you know, respectful. I really like that. Some of them just don't know some. Yeah. You know, I've had producers go, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a human casting director, (laughs) you know, because they just all they knew is what was online. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely kind of changed their opinion, which is great. I'm on a mission. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) as you should
1: be. Yeah. Um, I I think the whole human equation in all of this is a very good thing to have. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear more stories about how you know, people thought they wanted one thing and ended up using something completely different, (laughs) if you have any more.
0: (laughs) Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think now. Of course, now that you said that, my mind just went blank.
1: Um, (laughs) I'm sure there are a lot of them, but yeah, I mean, a car company and...
0: Yeah, the the car one was really kind of nice and that made Mm -hmm. me feel really good. Um, I've worked on some animation series and feature films where, you know, they were so sure they wanted, you know, a... uh, A lot of times in animation, they they want a kid voice and they think they have to hire a female like an adult because most and most females that do animation can do kids voices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I personally am not a huge fan because of adults doing kids voices because I can tell the difference. I can hear it. Sure. Yeah. There's a way that children breathe. Their lungs are smaller. They and the, so their phrasing and their words are just it's different. Um, and um, so I've I've worked on some things where they were so sure, no, we can't have the kid, la da 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 da. Uh, we'll have to get the social, you know, because you have to have a teacher there at the studio sure, and things yeah. like that. But they always sort of forget this is LA, you know, and there's tons of great kid actors here who are homeschooled and things like that. So I'll, I'll always just throw a real kid or two in there and they always end up booking those kids. So <laughs> that's good. Things like, yeah, things like kids. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, nothing against, there are some wonderful female talent out there that really do do great kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Again, this is Hollywood, so there's some great kid actors. Let's let's um, let's get them some work, you know. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's been um, instances like that, and then of course again the commercials, um, uh, the types of voice, you know, whether changing the sex preference, you know, they wanted a female and threw in a guy. I just I just kind of always do that. It's just kind of sure. a thing I've always done. Um, Were you ever really surprised when they
1: chose a particular voice as opposed to someone that? Like you might have chosen for them. I mean, obviously you've given them everyone to consider. So yeah. you know that's beyond yeah. the point. But
0: yeah, <laughs> there's there's been a few of those for sure mm-hmm. where I thought, oh my gosh, this girl was so great. She's gonna book it. She's gonna book it. And then they'll come back and call me and go, okay, we got our bookings. We want so and so and so. I'm kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's again, you know, sometimes I'm really surprised. You know, I just. I'm not going to talk them out of it. Yeah. Um, sometimes they do come back to me and they'll say, oh, we can't decide between talent A and talent B. And again, it, it, my job as a casting director is to know the talent. If I don't know them, I'll call the agent and talk to them, you know, so I sound like I know mm-hmm. that I know the talent. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, but uh, what I can go and say, oh, okay, well, let's see. Talent A, I know she comes from a really strong improv background. She did Second City, blah, blah, blah. So I'm an advocate for the talent. Talent B, she's currently on this sitcom here for CBS. And, you know, whatever whatever information I can lend to them sure. to help, you know, make the decision, um, I try to do that. So um, And then sometimes... Sometimes, too, they'll just say, "Um, "Okay, we we um, we've got our three top picks. Who do you think should go? Who who would you think is best? And then I'll say, oh, Talent B. She was fabulous. She's great. She's Mm -hmm. fun at a session and and so on. So it's it is a collaborative effort. But yes, there have been times for sure where talent was picked. Um, by the production company or agency, and I was sort of surprised, but you know, I'm happy they got a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. you had you had put every
1: one of them forward, so yeah, I exactly.
0: Guess, yeah, exactly. And in this
1: time of social distancing, of course, the studios themselves are all closed right now, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. how do you see that changing things as far as casting is concerned?
0: It's it's not that different in the sense that um, we had sort of started moving to mostly sending the copy out directly anyway. Mm-hmm. The only time I usually ha- have done in-person sessions, at our, um, I work at a Voice Tracks in, in, near me, which is a studio here, Um is it like it's a huge campaign and I've got to see a ton of people and maybe the clients want to fly in to, to be there at the casting session or a callback sure. or something like that. Um, but so that's not that different for me. Um mm-hmm. Most of the time what happens is I work with the ad agency or the production company, get the specs, get the copy and so on. Then I will um, make my list of who I'm thinking. But then I also reach out to the agents and I'll say, please send me your 10 best with that fit this. And if they have a talent, I want to hear and and make sure you put Jody on there or something like that. (laughs) Sure. And then then we'll get all those uh, auditions back on MP3s. And then I go through them that way. So I'll Mm -hmm. probably get back about, you know. Eighty auditions and I have to narrow that down to about 10 to 20 for my client. Sure. Okay. And so when the actual recording comes, Mm. you know,
1: time to do, I mean, (laughs) now we have a bit of a problem with that, right? Right. (laughs) So that's
0: that's where I'm going to see or we're going to see the change more and have already. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know like my agent sends copy out and, and they say, if you haven't gotten Source Connect yet, or you know ISDN, you know these services, don't even bother auditioning. Um, so, because we can't go into studios, yeah, so you have to be able to record from home. As a voice actor, you you pretty much have to have a home studio anyway. Oh so yeah, you, just to do a decent audition. Exactly. So, you know, there there were a couple agents out here I know in LA and. Um, who, you know, they they weren't as adamant about their talent having a booth, a home studio, because the actor could, could go to the agent's office and audition. All the voiceover agents have studios. They're kind of paying for it now, right, aren't they? Right, right. So yeah. now, yeah, you got to have a home studio. And it's got to sound good. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment and so no, on. No, but if but, you're just getting Source Connect and expecting it to solve all your
1: booth problems, it's not, <laughs> I mean, yeah. your environment still has to be half exactly. decent. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so you have to you have to catch up. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where I'm kind of like I was thinking about it the other day. And it's funny you asked that, too, because I was thinking, wow, I'm wondering if this is going to start to really hit the studios because now. These production companies and agencies are going to be thinking, "Hey, actors can do this from home now. We don't need to pay for the studio." Yeah, and um, so it's it's kind of just this mishmash of what's happening, and you know, not only now are we voice talent, but we're engineers and we're producing our own stuff. And mm-hmm. before you know it, they're going to ask us to do the mixing and. Sound effects and all that. I mean, I hope yeah. not. But well, I um, think the studios,
1: in that sense, are still doing the production. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I the post production. Yeah, so the source connect is being done with the audio engineer at the studio from their home. Well, right? that's
0: true. You're right. That's true. But. Um, what happens is, like, especially here in L.A., because there's pretty much a studio on every corner. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so so like for me, like I never had to have Source Connect because I just go right down the street sure. to my studio and, and where I work out of sometimes and they do it for me. But now and they then subsequently charge the actor or they mm-hmm. get the fee for the actor being in there. So they're losing that fee. Sure. Because, um, so they're losing and, and like a lot of the studios have what they kind of call VO and go or whatever. So actors can, if they're out, you know, it's LA is pretty widespread and you you could be at an audition in Santa Monica, but have to get back to Burbank for another audition and you don't have time. Well, you could record it on your phone, but if you you pop into one of the studios, they'll record it for you and just upload it very quickly. Mm -hmm. So, um, they're losing that income. That's what's, you know, kind of worrying me, too, for all yeah. those people.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on here. And I think yeah, the for sure. uh, implications and the trickle down is going to be felt for quite some time afterwards. Oh,
0: widespread. It's just yeah. it's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: not that I am happy at all about what's happening right now, but I have to tell you, it's been kind of a boon for my particular voice type.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just going to say, you're right. You're right. I mean, cause you are, you know, the queen of reassurance and and calm and and um, you're so good at that. And um approachable and relatable. (laughs) Yeah, right. The whole authoritative, (laughs) but approachable. I know. I I know. know, Yeah. I'm sure you, you you know, yeah, you must wake up to some great bookings every day and and good for you. I mean, you know, it's, use your strengths, you know, it's. It doesn't hurt, you know. Exactly. I I would never have
1: wished this to be the reason for it. No, but yeah. But yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, I totally get it. I totally get it. So, Switching tacks a little bit here. Um, you're still coaching, and yes. I know that you've been doing that remotely for a long time. Yes. Um, but as far as the physical distancing is concerned, as far as your coaching is concerned, how has that changed at all?
0: Has it remained the same? Um, yes and no. So. I do when I do private lessons, you know. I have always done them via Skype, and mm-hmm. that hasn't changed. Sure, um, I can't do any in-person sessions, you know, which I would do at the studio I go to, and because some people really like to do in-person.
1: Sure. Um,
0: so I haven't been able to do those, of course. And I understand and then, why. I mean, that's oh, you know the direct yeah.
1: interaction is is nice. You know, I wish yeah, we were in nice. the same
0: room. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and I totally get that. I totally get that. And and it is nice. Um, and but but. Also, what I offer at at our you know at Voices Voice Casting is we have a thing called the VO Pros, where we have classes like one or two times a a week in the evenings, where I'll have um a VO Pro, I'll have a guest casting director from Disney come in or Nickelodeon uh-huh. or, you sure. know, an animation director or a promo producer or, you know, be buyers of voices or other great coaches and things like that. And we talent can sign up and, and be part of that class. So all of those have had to be shuffled around. Um, and then I also have a a thing called the VO Road Show, where it's myself and a couple of other coaches, and we've gone to different cities, and we'll do like an all-day Saturday intensive class. So I'm waiting ha- for that eventually to come to Toronto. Eventually, yeah. Well, we had, we were going to, and it got can't. We had to cancel it. Um, oh. We were supposed to come actually in April. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's unfortunate. We we canceled. I think four events now mm-hmm. um, yeah. for a, for uh, the VO Road Show, and I'm pretty sure we'll probably just yeah we have two more that are, no three more that are supposed to come up, but we pretty much decided you know Portland was supposed to be the end of May and we'll we'll I think we might make that a Zoom session or something like that. Sure.
1: Yeah, I was gonna but ask,
0: can you do that kind of thing remotely? I. It's not quite the I, I, same thing. No. And and so, all the, you know, I, the coach that I was doing it with, um, you know, we have different coaches go to different cities, but I was going to Portland with, with Tom Pinto, who's a great narration coach. And um, so he kind of came up with like a... a a a plan of attack like how we would do it as opposed kind of the same way we do it when we're in person Mm -hmm. um and i'll deduct you know i'll i'll reduce the price and and so on to make it a little easier um because you're not going into the studio yeah um but yeah so it's it's definitely an inconvenience as far as having to reschedule things, cancel things, move things around, change the format and all of that. But, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Um, so that's an unfortunate part of, again, this this crazy thing that's going on.
1: Yeah, but I guess we all adapt, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to adapt. You're yeah. right. You're right. Quick change. Sink or yeah. swim. Yeah, <laughs> sink or swim, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for sure. Well, what are you working on now that you're wanting to talk about? Is there um, anything
0: anything no. on the docket
1: right
0: now that's <laughs> <laughs> no that's what I was saying no well no I, I am always working uh, <clears throat> I just put in a couple of bids on a on a casting project we we did finish working on a Bud Light thing okay but that's it I mean casting wise like I said it just really just eh, screeched to a halt this last month um and I know that's got something to do with what's going on um and then uh you know, coaching, I do coaching almost pretty much every day. I, I Mm -hmm. try to do those in the mornings. I'll do a, a couple of sessions with talent and then I, to leave the afternoons free for, um, casting. Um, so yeah, so we've got, like I said, we've got a couple of casting things, you know, waiting to get approval and, um, just finished a Bud Light one about, two weeks ago or so and then yeah continuing with the coaching and um what i i did do as a way to kind of help out my way i offered some zoom sessions for talent uh with some of our great coaches you know that come and do our BO pros and stuff and i offered it at a, a significant reduced rate and um those have been fun we've done two so far um and we've got four more coming up um so we've been doing that and yeah, just staying busy. And and well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I well, I was just going to say and then I've done a few projects on my own just voicing, mm-hmm. but Yeah, yeah. but that's it. Yeah. Got to keep busy, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How can people get in touch with you? Well, and find out lines, more. Uh, please call. Uh, so, the company is called Voices Voice Casting. Um, the website is voicesvoicecasting.com. It's one long word. And um, email is voicesvoicecasting at gmail. I also have a Yahoo address. Um, and we're in LA. And uh, yeah, check it out. Okay. And how would people get in touch with you for coaching? Same way, uh, or? same emails. Yeah. And um, they can also uh, the phone numbers on there as well. But the email is, again, voices voice casting at uh, Gmail. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, either way, you'll okay. find me. <laughs> That's great. Do You still have your app for the phone? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, I created this app called the voiceover self-direction app. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been about seven years now about um and I'm not a tech person but uh what I teach is you know and this is all commercial is kind of these fundamental five directions that you need to know which all commercials are based off of Mm -hmm. and then I also have a lot of tricks and hacks and things I like to teach talent and how to make you know their reads stand out and so on but over the years what had happened is a lot of talent you know would say to me, "Oh my gosh, I wish you were in the booth with me when I'm auditioning." I I know <laughs> yeah. this and then I go to audition and I get so nervous and or it was kind of cute I'd see actors come to casting sessions and they'd have their little cheat sheet like on an index card with things I taught them. Yeah. One guy even had it laminated and written really <laughs> tiny. I thought that I would thought that was really cool. That's great. Um, so that yeah, that was back in the the day and I thought, "You know what? I'm going to put that on an app because everybody carries their phone on them." Yeah. So I put basically what i teach there these five directions and so on and the tricks um in this app so when you are in a your session and you go you know you're not confident because a lot of talent that was the you know the common thread was i i don't know how to self-direct i'm not sure if i'm doing it right and Mm -hmm. you're by yourself in your booth so um you know you can pull it out and It'll tell you, okay, you have to be a real person. Well, here's the tricks to be a real person. You have <laughs> yeah. to be, do an authoritative read. Well, here's what you do. And then a couple years ago, uh, no, actually about maybe three years ago, um we, uh, I added a character part to it as well, uh, like how to audition for character reads if it's okay. a video game or an animation great. or something like that. So, yeah, it's called the VoiceOver Self-Direction app, and you can get it for your iPhone or Android device. And um, it's $4.99, great little tool to have. So, and, and that's been fun. You know, it, It's kind of nice to have something out there that complements what I'm teaching
1: hmm. Yeah. And I think I, I actually I think I have that on my phone. <laughs> Yay! That makes me happy. Yeah. Really. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Great little app. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for talking with me today. This has been fantastic. Oh. Thank you for having me. You're such a you're such a nice person and you're always so calming to me. You have such a nice every time I've ever seen you in person and you're just always hello. There's, very, there's a very soothing, calming thing about Jody Krangel. I love that. So well, thank I'm glad you. I'm glad I can calm you in this in very difficult days. time. Yeah, <laughs> especially now, especially now. Thank yeah. you, Jody. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Well, we'll see you. Thanks again. OK, bye.
1: Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.